Hello and welcome to Idle Thoughts. This is our sister podcast from the main Brainwaves podcast where Jamie, Sam and I kick back in Brainwaves headquarters and just chat about what we've been playing in the previous month. Jamie, what have you been up to? I've been very, very busy indeed. I have got my hands on a copy of Root, um, but I will not give my thoughts Ooh. about that right yet. Right yet? I won't give my thoughts about that right now because I've only played one game and I want to play a bit more to get a full... A full woodland package, as it were. Uh, I'd, I'd give that a play sometime as well, definitely. I'll be up for that. I'm happy to play it with you, gentlemen. Um, but I'm going to say what I played uh, just recently. Imagine if he with... said, I wouldn't be happy. No. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd just oh, we'd be, be up for that, person. Jamie. No. <laughs> hmm. I, anyway. I, I hate to break it to you guys, and especially this way. No. I have been playing two recently from Adam Kalucha. I'm, my pronunciations are all over the place and uh, Rebel Games who recently was bought or have recently been bought by Asmodee K2 is a game about the second highest mountain in the world called, funnily enough, K2 it is also the second deadliest um, also known as the Savage Mountain for every four who reach the summit of K2 one is dead and this is the setting for a board game where you and up to four other people are uh, acting as teams of two climbers and over a period of 18 days you are scaling the snowy heights of K2. You do this through card play uh, with a mixture of movement points moving up and down the mountain and also acclimatization cards as you're managing your climbers acclimatization to the various heights of the mountain and the changing weather conditions. The designer is also a professional mountaineer so he's drawing on his examples of the game as well um and it is a race game of sorts but it's not whoever's first to the top it's whoever gets the most points and is able to keep both their climbers alive over the 18 day period um i took this down i've played it a few times um what do you think about it sam yeah yeah no i've really liked it i've only played it with you but i think a handful of times two or three times it's nice. It is nice. Um, only the base game. I know that there's been some expansions come out. I don't know if you've There are them several up. expansions. Um, there is Broad Peak, I believe, which has... It's an extra board. There is a small micro-expansion called the Avalanche, which changes some of its weather tiles. Um, and there is a new version, or a new board or so, coming out called Lotse or something like that, um, which is some new boards, and I'm very interested as well because I really like the game. But the reason I'm talking about it is I took it down to Yorkshire to my aunt and uncles over a Christmas period. And uh, my uncle is a mountaineer, and I got him, uh, my female cousin, and my male cousin, and his wife playing the game with me. So we got a five player game, which I've actually never had uh, played before. And we played, I explained it to them. Everyone was like, oh, I'm not too sure, okay. We sat around, we started playing, and at the end, my uncle won the game. And I went, fantastic. What a lad. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and then the next day, my, I was speaking to my cousin, and she said, he doesn't play a lot of games. Uh, and it, you know, it takes a lot to make him play a game. And also, it takes a lot for him to enjoy a game that he's played. And he really enjoyed the game. And so I'm feeling, I'm feeling quite happy about that, that I managed to introduce him to something new that is in his wheelhouse and yeah. he really enjoyed. Um, I, I love the game. I am played K2 myself, but I, I really I, liked it. Ian, you're more than welcome to come and share in the bounty of the games. It is a fun game. It is also a savage game because um, there are only certain number of climbers allowed on every space. 
uh, depending on the player count. So you might want to go one way and you find out the person before you has blocked you. Sam, you you pain. I was going to go up that way. Uh, but then also you realize that this, this climber, his acclimatization level is too low. But bearing in mind that today anyone over 7,000 meters is going to lose extra acclimatization because it's really snowy. Also where he is is going to lose some, but can he put down a tent? What's going to happen? Oh, he's going to die. I've got to drop him down, but that's going to mean he's going to have to fight his way back up. And the stress is great fun. I think Jamie likes K2. I'm getting that impression. He seems to be very passionate, and that's great. It's I always like when people are like really get into a game and like it, really passionate about the the emotions. It, it, that yeah, game it's, it's, it's more than anything. That's why we play I, I games. I think I'm very I think I'm very passionate about it in as much as I understand the emotions that are coming out of it and the emotions that people are feeling as they play it. Um, yeah. it does mm. also help. That's cool. That I do very much enjoy this game. Um, yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, one to one to play when we get together yes. next. What have you been up to, Ian? Well, I have been playing basically no board games over December, unfortunately. Just haven't really had a chance to break anything out. But I did pick up a, a new computer game in the on the Epic Store, which is sort of um, Unreal's new store. And they had Subnautica for free. And I'd like to talk a little bit Ian, about that because I think it's absolutely Ian, fantastic. Ian. What? Are you, talking about, are, you, are you talking about a video game on a board game podcast? Well, it's just about the games we play. That's what heresy! we said we talk about each month. But I haven't to play Subnautica. No, I'm all right. On you go, mate. Yeah, absolutely. On you go, mate. Yeah, Subnautica. So uh, Subnautica is a survival game, which is the sort of game I usually bounce off quite hard. Like I just don't really get into the sort of whole crafting, survival-y kind of thing. But basically, you you are on a ship orbiting a planet which gets shot down by something. You are ejected in a little escape pod and crash land into this planet bobbing around in an ocean. It's basically a massive ocean planet. And um, your ship then subsequently blows up and crashes near you, this big sort of massive ship. And you are basically told by the AI on board to survive until help comes. And it's just, a, it's a really interesting game. It's a beautiful game. It absolutely, like, graphics are really nice. You die below the waves and there's all these sort of little weird sort of fish and creatures moving around you and, like, wandering around. And, yeah, some of them are dinner and some of them want to be, some of them want you to be dinner. Uh, but effectively it's got this really interesting push and pull between sort of terror and exploration okay because effectively what happens is as as the game goes on you sort of you fix your initial little pod up and then you learn how to make other stuff and eventually you start can sort of make bases and that kind of thing out of all the materials and things around you and as you go around you scan life forms and materials and all sorts and learn to do new stuff and also, as the game progresses, a story starts to emerge. I, I, won't, I don't want to be too specific, because you should play Subnautica with as little spoilers as possible. But effectively, what the story does is pull you further and further away from your comfort zone. So you start basically in the shallows of this world, like a sort of nice beachy, sandy area. Thoughts are sort of sort of little alien angelfish and that kind of thing wandering about and a couple of dangers but nothing too big. And then as the story progresses, you're pulled further and deeper and darker. Okay. And the the new biomes that you go into, they refer to each of their sort of areas as a biome, are beautiful, but also absolutely goddamn terrifying <laughs> because there are new noises down there and you don't know what those noises are. That's very cool. So you just like you sort of like go down. You 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 start only being able to go a certain depth because of your oxygen yep. limit, and then you build bigger oxygen tanks. Like yeah. and eventually you build. You eventually you get equipment and vehicles that you can go even deeper. And as you go deeper, you can't. The vehicles are interestingly constructed, so you can't quite see as much around you. That's so nice. You, 
you hear a giant sort of roar behind you and you're just like, nope, I'm just going to leave. Bye, leave, leave, leave. Run ah, away, but run Ian, away. there's but always a bigger you, fish. You... There is always a bigger fish and some of the fish in this ocean are very, very big. <laughs> very big. But yeah, effectively, like you have to go into those areas. So you have to sort of overcome your terror. And I saw the lead designer calling it, it's been called a horror game by some people. But he calls it more like a, a terror game. It's that it's not quite the same thing. It's not like slasher horror kind of stuff. It's it's just that that fear of the unknown. But then the sort of overcoming that is the is the sort of beauty of those areas and yeah. what you discover in them. And it's it's just a fantastic little game that I've been play- I I played easily a sort of day and a half worth of play over feeling a bit bit I felt a bit ill over Christmas, and it was just the perfect game to sort of bliss out to and build little things nice. and like sort of swim around in and. Yeah, just just a fantastic little game. They've got a new expansion out called Sub Zero, uh, which is uh, early access, much like Subnautica was. Subnautica is now finished. Uh, this one's going into early access, so it's only the start of the game. But basically, you're going back to the planet, uh, or sorry, someone someone new is coming to the planet, uh, but going to the Arctic Zone. So it's a whole sort of new area of the world to explore. I'm really excited to play that, but I'm going to wait until it's out of early access because I I love the sort of story elements pulling you out. And, pu- and you'd pu- like to play to that kind of finished completed. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to half play it and then have to come back to it once that bit's in there. Yeah, but yeah, it's really good. I really recommend some Nautica to people, and it's it's a very generous game as well. So like, you're not having to like eat and drink like you do in survival games a lot. Like every five seconds, you can like fill yourself up for like a good co- a good good bit of time of play before having to think about that again. And yeah, you can build fantastic bases and all sorts. And the storyline, the storylines, okay. It's, okay. it's pretty interesting, but the nice. main the main the main thing about it is that it's pulling you out and deeper into new and interesting areas to see new cool things. And yeah, it's it's lovely. I'll show you some. I'll show if you're never going to play, it, I'll show you some pictures sometimes, guys. So cool. I, you could take a bunch of in-game I'd pictures. I'd like to, but I think it's just getting a PC that's powerful enough to run it, um, and also just finding yeah. finding the the time. And I say that as someone who is quite a lazy person in several <laughs> several regards. <laughs> Um, I'm a bit with um, bit with Ian. Haven't played a whole bunch of stuff. Um, video game wise, I've been playing quite a lot of stuff on the Switch, but I might talk about that at another date. Um, over Christmas, I really did want to play. Switch. It's there's some good stuff on there. I, I, I got. I, I tell you what, I did do I, actually recently. I got back to playing some. Smash oh, Brothers. me too, man. Cool. Right, right. Okay. okay. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Oh, Let's get. Ma- Couch let's Smash get some, Brothers, let's get some and Smash that was Bros, just yeah. fantastic. I'm going to throw played... aside what I was going to talk about. Let's ha- talk about the ha- Switch. Let's, let's, let's Smash Bros. I, ha- I, haven't played, I haven't played games on a couch with people just shouting obscenities at each other for ages, and it was such good fun um, to do uh, that. Where again. I'm working, uh, we ha- I'm working uh, with uh, with children, and recently one of the staff members bought a Wii U secondhand for, uh, for, for, the, for the club. Um, and he bought uh, Mario Kart... Um, couple of lego games splatoon and smash brothers and so far we've had a pretty even split of kids playing mario kart 8 and smash brothers on wii u and i i don't know who's having more fun i'll be honest the kids or me and about three or four other members of staff smash brothers is great really good game it is good fun played a fair amount of that over christmas i've also played a stupid amount of mario kart 8 deluxe (laughs) like I it's my perfect game. Video game wise, I'm not keen on really long experiences. That's I think really why I'm going towards kind of board gaming and things. You know, because genuinely, you know, f- for the at the longer stretch of things, you're talking about three hours and done. 
Um, sometimes it can be much longer than that, but rarely, really, you know. Um, usually, though, you're talking about like sitting down for an hour and it being done at the end. No more yeah. continuing, you know, and that's why I like tabletop gaming. Um, when it comes to video games, very rarely will I put loads of hours into something. No, I'm I'm the same. I don't really like yeah. big sort of AAA. Uh, when it came out, I put about sixty hours into Breath of the Wild. Really enjoyed it. Got a Switch halfway through last year, just before Christmas. Picked up Breath of the Wild again. Have put a bit more time into that, and it's a very nice game. But um, Mario Kart 8 is the perfect thing for me because um, you're talking. Do you like, I do like a bit of Mario Kart. I'm, I mean, I, I love the it so Mario much. Kart was Double Dash. Did you ever play Double Dash? Oh yeah, GameCube? I didn't. That was no. that was my first. That was my first oh, that, proper Mario du- Kart. Double Dash is brilliant. You had you could you, two people to a kart, Sam, and one of them one of them doing weapons and sort of like leaning into corners, and the other one driving. It was totally fantastic with the right setup you could play i think you could play 16 people on one gamecube uh, oh wow yeah. or something ridiculous uh, no you could play eight people that on is, a GameCube. that's critical they never they never uh, got the 16 sadly ah, fair enough. um having good fun on mario kart love love mario kart um but kind of feeding into that haven't been playing a whole lot of board games sadly um and something people have been talking about recently online is this kind of five by five six by six ten by ten whatever numbers you want really challenge of choosing x amount of games in your collection and playing them x amount of times um and that's something i really feel we we've talked about quite a lot is how, how often do you play games in your collection are they getting table space and as we've all really done over the past few weeks and months, have a serious think about our collection and just sell off the stuff we don't play. You know, if it's not being played by us, sell it on to something who, to someone who is going to play it, you know, and yep. is going to give it the time it deserves. Um, so something me and my partner have done, we, we said, OK, yeah, let's do this five by five challenge thing. So our games that we put down that we just some of them are we just want to kind of get a good play time out of them before moving on and moving them on to other people um so we've said we'd like to play a bit more small world we both really like small isn't world. that one of your favorite Let's games yeah. more. it is but i've also got the that, um the small world realms small world. box that's that's not me going and that's <coughs> not me going um you know oh it's your favorite games so of course you're gonna say that i'm good i just remember you mentioning it and you ha- i know you have a lot yeah. of small world I've got the Small World Realms box, which is an expansion that gives you a bit more different play styles. And that's a box that I haven't really delved into much. So I really want to get more stuff from there played. We picked up My Little Scythe last year and we've only played about twice. And that was really good fun. And we just want to play that I'd, more. I'd like to try that. I haven't played that yet. Come over and we'll play it. It'll be really good. Something awesome. you love, Ian, that we want to play more of is Civilization A New Dawn. Great um, game. Yeah, we've played it once or twice. Um, and we got that when it came out. So we're talking like a year ago I bought that. Yeah, my first impressions of that game is up on the site as well. Um, and it's, it was really good. And we haven't played it since. We don't know why. We want to play it more. Um, going on I from would what really we like said, to see an expansion for Civ. Like a little box expansion, just more cards. I reckon, more, that, more, I reckon it more, will come out, surely. They, I hope so. Cause they I, did it with their it, old Civ game. Yeah, if they could do that, that game would be absolutely perfect. Just a little bit more variety, and that game would be And also, it's in perfect. theme for Civ as well, isn't it? Yeah, to bring out absolutely. an expansion for it, and I'm sure they will. They bought out an expansion for, like, XCOM and things, so I, I can totally see them doing a little Civ expansion. Um, Imperial Assault is on there. We want to play a bit more of Imperial Assault because we're thinking of moving it on. Frankly, we want to finish what we've got, 
And yep. then obviously this Lord of the Rings game's coming out and we think that'll pretty much just replace it. Um, yeah. So we want to kind of wrap up what we've got of Imperial Assault, pass it on to someone else and then get stuck into a very similar but different experience, essentially. And then finally on that list, one of my choices was um, Star Wars Rebellion. It's something that I really liked, you know, big big two-player game. We're talking about a four-hour experience, pretty two to four-hour experience. Um I really like it because I can't of give it a shot. I haven't yeah, played you know, it yet. it's good fun. It's got its problems. Don't get me wrong. Um, and there's some combat, isn't it mainly? Yeah, pretty much. I think it's just one of those things that doesn't want to go down the risk combat element. So it's like, okay, so we're going to do our own thing that isn't just risk. And at the end of the day, you you kind of you leave the table thinking, why didn't they just do risk combat? because uh, it would have worked just a bit better combat's a bit clunky and not great but the game as a whole i really do enjoy um just want to play it more um yeah. so that's our kind of little let's play some more games because we haven't played enough yeah i don't think i'm going to set myself a challenge like that this year but one of the things that the bd stats app tracks is called the h index and that is basically how many games have you played that many times and so as your if your h index goes to two you've played at least two of the games twice if it goes to three, you've played at least three games three times, and so on and so forth. So it kind of keeps track of that kind of thing for you. I think I got to like six or seven last year, so I played like a decent number, like a few games, like a good six or seven times. And I think Roleplayer was amongst that. That'll probably come out again this year. Roleplayer's fantastic. I know you guys aren't quite as keen on it, but I love it. Oh no, I thought yeah. I thought it was fine. I, I like just, it enough. I, I um, yeah. I'm possibly done with it, in a way. I think I've seen as much as I want to see with it. Had a good time. But yeah, yeah it's enough. not 100% for me. I'd, There's another expansion coming I'd, out for I'd, that this year coming into Kickstarter. I might pick that up, yeah. actually. I, I, I'd like to probably, uh, just looking at my shelves, I'm not doing an official 5x5 challenge or anything like that, but just looking at things going, well, I'd kind of like to see more of my shelves. Um, I'd like to play a bit more Dinosaur Island. Yeah, I, I, I want to try got, that. I, I got the expansion for it, and I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm kind of happy I backed this, because hopefully it's going to fix some issues I had with it, that there seemed to be no point in getting small carnivores, because large carnivores were just better points-wise in general. Um, but it's the table space and the time. Um, the Dragon and Flagon from Stronghold Games, I'd like to get more of a go of that, but again, it's a game that you need people who are in the right headspace, and it's f- basically four up player, or five or more players um, that kind of makes it more enjoyable otherwise it's just a bit barren um off the top of my head yeah you know just just a couple of games that those are the kind of the yeah. two i'd like to maybe get more of a chance yeah at. It's, a, it's a good idea sort of like set yourself those kind of challenges i've seen a few sort of um critics and other people around the board game my board game sphere uh, talk about having a depth here where rather than uh, buying lots of new stuff they sort of go into the stuff they already have in a more intense way so also play the games they've got more read the books read the fast pile of books they've got that are unread watch the films in their collection that kind of thing rather rather than seeking out brand new stuff sort of diving into that it, and in a the, way the, the, like the, reducing your collection kind of forces you to do that anyway because you only have certain games to play anyway there, there is this growing trend of the pile of shame yeah i mean is, I, uh, I try to have the basically the, zero pile of shame the box, the game, the games, yeah, the the pile of shame in which you know the games that you haven't played yet, and it's a pile of shame, and you know well, I could do the pile of shame, but you know well, I've got to, uh, I've got this game that I've been playing ages, and I really like, you know, it's more terraforming Mars. Oh, I like to play some more terraforming Mars. And I'm like, That's fine, but I'm not one for I, I, if, if, getting a new game and not playing it. Yeah, I know that's, it, it, I think that's a, that's also very common amongst like miniatures gamers as well to just hmm. buy new releases and never 
open them or never paint them or build them or whatever. And I remember talking to some uh, Games Workshop employee or an old Games Workshop employee, and they estimated I think something like maybe like fifty to sixty percent of purchases are never basically opened. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is just For the resale astounding. Market. Yeah, like I think the the yeah. only things that I've really bought board game wise that I haven't got around to playing are Arkham Horror packs. To be honest. Yeah. Um, but Let's usually, see. if I buy a game, I play it that night or the next day or very close to buying it because it's a new experience that I want to try out and, and get yeah. down to, you know, and that, that kind of goes to the top of the list of things to play. Yeah. I mean, I, this, this is basically really, really our, like our this is basically our December cast. It will be, I'll be talking about a bit more about Arkham again in January because I'm back playing that. I've got a regular group again. So I am back in the Forgotten Age and I picked up Circle Undone today and I'm very, very excited by that. It's looks uh, I I'd like to say that I, I I think I have a slightly I don't want to say the words pile of shame but it's stuff that I really should be getting off the shelves. Um, Sekigahara I've played once. I'd like to, to play yeah I like to Sekigahara. I'd like to give it a go. Loved Sekigahara. In fact, you know what we should um, do, guys? We should wrap this cast up and arrange a date to go and play games. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Let's do it. Cool. Well, Boom. Uh, look at, look after yourself, everyone. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, you are all our lovely patrons. Thank you so much for the money you give us every month. It really helps the cast and where, uh, website uh, get uh, paid for. And uh, yeah, uh, we hope to keep entertaining you in the future. And we are looking forward to whatever this year brings. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. Look after yourself, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.